Thank you for joining the Cisco Education and Government Unified Communications podcast series. I'm your host, Brent Burns, and a special thanks to our guest today, Morgan Wright. Morgan, tell us a little bit about your background. How long have you been in the public safety arena? Well, probably, you know, between actually being in public safety and then working in this area, uh, you know, getting close to uh, 26 years. I know all of our listeners are familiar with 911 services as, as they exist today. What are the next generation 911 services that you're focused on now? A lot of people, they pick up the phone and they dial 911. They don't realize how complex it is behind that because 911 is the only phone number in America that doesn't have a single place, you know, where the number goes to. It can go to many places depending on where you're at. So a lot of people pick up the phone and sometimes, you know, they expect that you're supposed to know everything um, and sometimes you don't always get it. So the current state is still, it's voice only. Um, it's supposed to deliver in what they call there's a phase zero, one, and two, and that's about supplying number information and location information. And not everybody has complete phase two compliance, so you're still hearing operators on the phone, uh, call takers, asking what's your location, what's your address. So, so kind of the current state is, you know, it's voice only, um, very limited, not a whole lot of way to collaborate or uh, communicate, you know, with other agencies because there's it's. Uh, based on strictly some of this legacy technology. Well, what they started looking at is for next generation 911 is, look, consumers are really driving this. We have voice over IP from the home. We have cell phones. We have text messaging on those cell phones. We have video. They're realizing that we're missing a lot of ways people communicate. People just don't communicate by voice anymore. There's actually a national plan out. It's called the Net 911 Act. It was just passed back in July. And uh, this office has actually 270 days to come up with a plan to show how the United States is going to transition from its current state to a network-based, an IP-based, network-based emergency communication system. And that's going to require investment in the new infrastructure, new network infrastructure, and new applications. What's the <laughs> connection between unified communications and mobile devices, voice over IP instruments, and this emergency communication solution that Cisco is developing? One of the things that this is inherent on is that this solution that we have called the ECCP the Emergency Communication and Collaboration Platform, is built and structured around Cisco Unified Communications for a couple reasons. One is that when people call in on an emergency line where it's non-emergency, it's very difficult to transfer those calls out. You have to do additional work to do that. Or when a call comes in on a non-emergency line that is truly an emergency, how do you quickly and easily move all of that information, including the number and location information, into the 911 queue? And then third is how do you conference people in? Because what people don't realize on these 911 centers, like after uh, Katrina and, and Rita and Wilma, when these centers go down, they go down because they're physically tied to phone lines. So that, that's been one of the issues is that the, they've been too dependent on infrastructure. Unified Communications gives us the chance for disaster recovery, to be able to operate anywhere that you uh, have access to the network so the network becomes a platform. So it allows you to seamlessly and easily, as, as natively, transfer these calls back and forth, whether it's emergency to non-emergency, non-emergency to emergency, or conference other people in. And, and this is why this has been so powerful. Many agencies already have an investment in Cisco Unified Communications. They're saying, how can we combine our 911 with our Unified Communications and, and be able to take text and SMS and video and photographs over the cellular network or be able to send those from wireline networks as well. So this, with Unified Communications, brings all the power of what Cisco already does combines that with 911, and that's why we've used the word collaboration, because Cisco allows them to now be able to put collaboration uh, into what they do more than just communication, and it's more than just voice. So your vision would be to gracefully migrate what is both in name and solution today a, a place 
where calls audio only would go to something that's much more than that over time? Absolutely right. You're spot on because th this is about utilizing what you already have in, in your current investment, being able over time to develop a, a very graceful migration path that allows you, based on your needs, your requirements, your funding, this allows you to move over time to an EC3, an Emergency Communication and Collaboration Center, and it moves from taking voice only to voice, video, data, text, messaging. We've built a lot of the stuff out already, and really what it is is that we've got so much capability ready to go, we're really waiting for the industry, the, the public safety, actually, um, community to catch up to us. And it's now being done legislated and now being done through laws. But, yeah, this is a change that's going to happen no matter what. But I think we're very well positioned. We've got the tools. We've got the resources. We've got the applications. How much of this does Cisco uh, do on its own, and how much does Cisco partner with others in the in the industry to deliver this public safety solution that you're referring to, Morgan? Cisco does not do it all. I mean, we're not a 911 company. We have partnered with Positron, who is basically a global leader in this area. I believe they're number two globally in this area because they have a set of expertise in terms of how to handle 911 calls. Now, what Cisco is expert at is we're experts at the network, we're expert at voice communications, and we have many other partners, for example, like Red Sky Technologies that uh, actually uh, accentuate our offerings, complement our offerings. How does Cisco interoperate with existing radio services and networks that are out there? This has been one of the biggest challenges public safety has had, is, is how do they make things interoperate? Simply telling people that, that everybody has to buy the same kind of radio is not interoperability. That, that's a monopoly. To really get interoperability, it means any device, any platform, on a standards-based network, being able to communicate with anybody else on any device. For example, I remember as being a trooper, got involved in a chase uh, and came into the city one time. The only way I could hear what was going on in the city is I had to hear what was going on in the scanner, and I had to uh, be able to hear the, the, the police channel and the sheriff's office channel. And then I was talking to my dispatcher, who talked to the, over a phone line, talked to the dispatcher at the police department and the sheriff's office, who were then communicating with their deputies. Well, in a chase, you know, when you're going pretty high speeds, that takes a long time for that information to get around. That's not the way it should work. It's not the way it should work in a disaster situation, in a crowd control situation, in an emergency situation. We have to be able to talk with each other regardless of what device we have. One of the things Cisco does is we look at the network as a platform. We can take any form of voice, take it to the network, and share it across the network because the network has no concept of distance, and then share it back again. We can make a cell phone talk to a radio. We can make a radio talk to an IP phone or a PC client, but not just for the sake of, of having it. It's for the sake of being able to meet your mission and do your job. It's called IPICS, the IP Interoperability and Collaboration System, where we can take any form of voice and talk to any other form of voice. We're agnostic. We don't care if it's a radio, and we don't care who it's made by. Well, I, I know we have listeners that I'm sure will be uh, intrigued by what you're saying and, and seek to find more information. So where can we point our listeners where uh, they can find out information about the uh, next generation 911 services as well as what Cisco is doing? From a government standpoint, there's probably a pretty good site that has a lot of collection of stuff overall on all the initiatives, and it's actually uh, done by the Department of Transportation. So it's uh, www.its.dot.gov forward slash ng911, and that'll get you a lot of good information on, on what some of the requirements are, what are some of the pilots that are going on out there. The second thing is, is that from a Cisco standpoint, we provide a lot of this information also on our government page, so they can go to www dot cisco dot com forward slash go forward slash government and find a lot of information uh, on there as well. Morgan, some of our listeners may be familiar with your other podcasts. For those that uh, that are not, can you tell us about those and uh, where we can find them? 
Absolutely. Me and a couple other, uh, well, these guys are still current cops. I'm a former cop, but we actually do a weekly podcast called CopCast about cop and tech issues. So they can find us on either iTunes with the keyword CopCast or go to CopCast, C-O-P-C-A-S-T dot net. And also I run a site called thethinblueonline.com. It's a great place to share and get all sorts of uh, different types of information. But, uh, you know, this is the state, the social networking. This is how people are now sharing information. And uh, I'm glad to see that Cisco's, you know, in this position. And I love to be a part of this, man, because I'll tell you, nothing fun than than to show people what you, what you can do once you have a network. Well, thank you uh, for your time uh, today, Morgan. Really appreciate it. Uh, I learned a lot along the way and uh, very much appreciate you uh, taking the time to share it with us. Absolutely my pleasure, Brent. Thank you, guys, and uh, good luck to everybody out there. I'm your host, Brent Burns. We'll see you next time on the Cisco Education and Government Unified Communications podcast series.